Hello, everybody, and welcome to Inside the Bunker. I'm your host, Keith Bunker. Today is Halloween, October 31st, 2021, and I really wanted to do an episode, just a quick little Halloween special episode, doing the reading of The Legend of Halloween for October 31st. So I purchased a book this past week, it's right here, called The Legend of Halloween. It's by David Gordon Green and Honor Tukel. Hope I'm saying that name right. Hope I didn't screw it up. David Gordon Green is the one of the writers and director for the um, the Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills movies. So it's kind of cool. This book, it's actually a children's book, kind of done in the vein of Halloween. So it's kind of like a Dr. Seuss type of reading. And I was going to do a quick reading of the book to kind of get into the Halloween spirit and wish everybody a happy Halloween. So without further ado, I will do that. There's a town called Haddonfield. Some folks say it's cursed. It started many years ago on October 31st. Goblins, ghosts, and witches were running all around, but no one saw the little boy dressed up like a clown. His name was Michael Myers. He seemed like a sweet kid, but you won't think he's very nice when you learn what he did. He, was, he walked into his sister's room, holding a big knife. He plunged it deep into her chest and ended Judith's life. The doctors tried their very best, but they could not save her. What would cause a child to kill? Now that's some bad behavior. This naughty boy was put away as doctors made their rounds. He sat inside an empty room and never made a sound. Dr. Loomis studied him, this patient with dark eyes. He recognized pure evil. Diagnose, no surprise. Years passed by, and then one night, just before Samhain, Someone let the madmen out to rampage in the rain. Dr. Loomis and the nurse saw the open gate. They were seized with utter fear that Michael had escaped. And they were right to be afraid, for Michael now could drive. He terrorized that lovely nurse, then fled into the night. Heading home, he spotted a mechanic on the road. Luckily, the man was nice and let him wear his clothes. Michael needed some supplies. Next stop, the hardware store. He grabbed a mask, a rope, and knife. Get ready for some gore. Then he paid a visit to his sister Judith's grave. But why on earth would Michael take the whole darn stone away? Back at his old stopping ground, his objective was, a, was unknown. A visit to a haunted house? Nope. This was home sweet home. From the door he saw a girl walking with a kid. She looked a bit like Judith, and he almost flipped his lid. Our hero's name is Laurie. She's cute and really clever. Michael stalks this trio as they all walk home together. He spent the whole day watching them, like some perverted creep. He played a game of peekaboo behind some air-dried sheets. With Michael Myers on the loose, Loomis had a quest. He drove to town and looked around to see a swift arrest. This... The time had come for trick-or-treats, makeup, masks, and capes, but no one saw the crazy man with the scary shape. Laurie chose to babysit a boy named Tommy Doyle. Annie was with Lindsay Wallace, a somewhat nervous girl. Sheriff Brackett joins the tale. He's worried and concerned. He and Loomis wait to see if Michael will return. Annie spills some butter, and she almost goes ballistic. When she shows a little skin, the shape gets voyeuristic. 
Annie gets a call from Paul. He wants to get it on. Perhaps Lindsay could spend some time with Tommy while she's gone. Annie grabs the car keys, sits down, and starts the engine. In the rearview mirror, something bad gets her attention. A quick swipe of the brutal blade severs flesh and bone. Michael plans some arts and crafts with that big headstone. Laurie carves a pumpkin. The kids think it's a beauty. Now it's time for popcorn and a bunch of scary movies. Meanwhile, at the Myers house, a few kids make a dare. I bet the boogeyman's inside. Lonnie, are you scared? Lonnie steps away towards the porch and, and, and up the squeaky stairs. But when he reaches for the door, get your ass away from there. Linda and her boyfriend, Bob, pull up in a van. They came to party with their friends. At least that was the plan. They go upstairs to have some fun, unaware that danger's near. Linda gives her man a task. Come on, Bob, give me a beer. Through the kitchen to the fridge to fetch a pack of brewskis. Paul, Annie, is that you? This next kill is a doozy. Michael lifts Bob off the ground, then pins him to the wall. He gazes at his work of art as if he were Warhol. Michael wears a white bedsheet to cover up his mask. Linda has a hearty laugh, but it will be her last. She makes a call to Lori, but then she starts to choke. Burp, gasp, cough, grunt. Is this some kind of joke? Pranks, phone calls are childish. Linda, stop your teasing. Then the most disturbing sound, a man with heavy breathing. Lori Strode grows very brave when she hangs up the phone, but she's being pretty careless when she leaves the kids alone. Then she has a feeling that she's never felt before. She doesn't know the horrors that are on the second floor. On display are all her friends, dead in weird positions. Lori is the queen of screams. There is no competition. As she backs into the hall, the shape waits to attack. And when he swings his carving knife, he's Casey at the bat. After Lori's staircase fall, she runs in primal fear. Cuts and slashes on her arm. Each scar a souvenir. Michael's getting closer with his knife in hand. Laurie wakes up Tommy. She throws a potted plant. Tommy rubs his tired eyes, the noise he can't ignore. Laurie screams, He's after me! You must unlock the door! Just as Michael comes in, Laurie gets inside. She gives Tommy an order. Run upstairs and hide! Laurie thinks he's, she's safe and sound until she sees the drapes. She knows that Michael's in the room, and now there's no escape. The shape appears. Another miss. With her, he, can, he can't connect. But Laurie's aim is on the mark, a needle to the neck. Laurie rushes up the stairs. She thinks the shape has died. The kids are filled with terror and are likely scarred for life. There he is, the boogeyman. It's just like Lonnie said. Tommy isn't as heroic as the comic book he's, he read. She tells the kids to go get help and sends them down the street. A closet is the perfect spot to place some hide and shriek. Laurie stabs, the shape goes down. Is this his demise? But why does Laurie drop the knife? That isn't very wise. The kids skedaddle quickly. Loomis is swift to act. It's time for him to face the shape in the big climax. Laurie sits exhausted. She thought this was the end. But she made a fatal error. When she turned her back on him, 
Michael is so big and tough when terror is the task, but he's a big old scaredy cat when you remove his mask. Just in time, Loomis arrives. He's come to save the town. Six shots to the shape. Point blank. Bang, crash, he hits the ground. No man could survive that fall, but somehow Michael does. Was that the boogeyman? As a matter of fact, it was. Where did he go? Under the bed? In a closet? Behind a tree? It seems for now the shape is gone. But there's always, always next Halloween. That is The Legend of Halloween. Again, by David Gordon Green and Honor Tokal. It's a funny book. It's got some cool pictures. It's kind of hard to show the pictures if you're on YouTube watching it, so I just decided to do a reading of it. But I, um, if you're into this kind of thing, definitely pick it up. It's on Amazon and probably your local bookstore as well. It's it's fantastic. So, But with that, enjoy your Halloween. If you go out and do trick-or-treating, be safe. And thank you for joining me for this Halloween quick special of Inside the Bunker. And I look forward to new content coming very, very shortly. Thank you and happy Halloween.